Camberforth Manor, a comedy drama series created by Patrick MacDonald. Season 3, Episode 2. Hello, Mary Lou. Written by Helen Cooley. I say, Hardy, you must be so excited about today. Why? Is the vampire stepmother returning to Transylvania? Oh, what a shame. I'd love to see a baby scan. I'm so excited about being an aunt. Have you seen these catalogues? They have really lovely climbing frames and a dear little Wendy house. Surely it would be better to let the nanny make those choices. Oh, I can hear them. Uh, morning, children. <coughs> of course, I want the very best for you, <laughs> my lovely old dumpling. But the Maitland costs an arm and a leg. We cannot possibly afford it. You are too mean to give our baby the same as Hardy's. But it doesn't matter, because Mary Lou say she will take care of it. Mary Lou will pay for you both at the Maitland Clinic, and he's very generous. I tell you, she is very rich. Her father make whiskey. He have his own still, stiller place, she told me. No, it's distillery. They must have serious money. Shall I drive you to the clinic, my gorgeous plum pudding? No, I want to be driven by a man in uniform. Well, I'm sorry, darling, but uh, uh, the old regimentals are a bit tight. What? (laughs) So, uh, would you really mind if I came bursting out of them? (laughs) Hallyhoo. It must be very smart uniform. Well, if it gives you pleasure, my little dumpling, I can uh, go to a uh, costume hire place, but not till this afternoon. No, silly man. I need a proper chauffeur driver in uniform to show Mary Lou we are also rich like her. But I, I don't think Tom has a uniform, even if I could persuade him to drive you. I think I can help, Colonel. I mean, I haven't worn my infantry full dress for a while and and I need to swap my helmet for a cap, but but I think I could put it off. (laughs) You shrunk a bit, Arthur. Those trousers look ridiculous. Oh, uh, I call them my London Bridge trousers, Colonel, because they keep falling down. Mm. So you don't want me to come with you, my precious pudding? No, my darling. Ring the costume agency instead, and maybe we have some little activity tonight. Oh, have fun then. Hallyhoo. What are you doing in my kitchen, you daft daffers? Thought you might give me some tea and a sandwich before I started on laying some new lawn. Well, you thought wrong. Milady's gone out for the day, Hardy's playing golf, and the Colonel's looking at some strange stuff on his computer. So I'm going to give the place a good clean so it's ready for the dog. No time to be cooking extras for you. Um, what do you mean, strange stuff? I couldn't see, but he kept saying, Ooh, yes, that'll do me nicely. Or, ooh, she'll love that one. Oh, do you think it was one of them porn, porn, pornography sites you hear about? Can't say I ever hear about anything like that. No, me neither. Can't you just make me a cup of tea? All right, but you'll have to be very nice to me later. Oh, how do you mean? Oh, never mind. 
You probably won't understand if I tried to explain. Well, I'll be glad when we have a proper loan again. No, I won't count on that. Oh, why not? What have you heard? Oh, Laurel was showing me these catalogues, the things of the garden. Oh, what sort of things? Well, climbing frames and swings. It'll be like that place in Paris. Oh, do you mean the uh, Follies Burge Burge huh? I wish. No, you daft idiot. I'm in that Disney park. By the time Laurel and Miss Mary Lou finished, place will look like a fairground. Oh, thank you, Arthur. You can wait for out here for me. I thought I might stretch my legs inside the comfort of my trousers. Of course you can stretch your legs, or your arms, or your neck. I do not mind what you do in the car, as long as you are not driving. It's nice to see such lovely grounds to walk in. Oh, if that is what you want, Arthur, that will be fine. If you see the Bosoms and Mary Lou, tell them to wait and we will give them drive back to the manor. Ah, uh, yes, madam. Oh, there's Lady Bosom and Miss Juliet. Uh, good morning, ladies. Good morning, Arthur. Lord Bosom wondered where you were. He wasn't happy when he had to drive us here himself. As you're right next door, I don't mind dropping you home. And I will sit and commune with the spirit of my child. As Desdemona says, those that do teach young babes do it with gentle means and easy tasks. Look, there's Mary Lou. Hello, Mary Lou, over here. Arthur will drive us home as soon as Olga is finished. Hi, y'all. Juliet, Lady Bree. How long are we going to be stuck here? I mean, you can't even get a cup of coffee. At least half an hour. Olga has only just gone in. Is that our driver? And is that a hearse he's driving? I think uh, Brightside uses the car for funerals, and uh, that is Arthur, our driver. He's just going for a walk. I never done thought I'd be getting in a hearse at my age, if my daddy but knew. It's perfectly safe to drive. My grandpappy could tell you that himself. Many the time he got chased by the feds when he was delivering liquor. Coffin was a great place to hide it. Hey, Arthur. How can I help? I need you to get my ass out of here to the nearest place where I can get a decent cup of coffee. It's going to take me five minutes to walk to the front of my trousers, so, so bear with me. He has very long trouser legs. He, he needs to stretch them. No, mister. You need to remember who the hired help is and who the boss is around here. We're leaving now. Mon Dieu! I wouldn't dare speak to the servants like that. My daddy always said... Treat them mean and keep them keen. Arthur, we're going now. Yes, madam. Oh, look. There's Olga and the nurses running after her. I wonder why. This clinic rubbish. I'll go to proper hospital next time. 
I'm so sorry you're upset, Mrs. Fitzgerald, but I really need to give you these. What are these papers? The invoices for the scans. These are not voices, they are bills. Yes, your daughter-in-law said you would settle them. No, she will pay. Well, you can sort it out between yourselves, and then we will be able to confirm young Mrs. Fitzgerald's booking for the birth. For that price in Bulgaria, you get complete baby. All legal, no questions asked. Here is her scan photo. She forgot to take it. That very big baby. He is the right size for the gestation date. How can waving arms around make baby big? English people gestate all the time. I think you mean gesticulate. Gestation means the time the baby has been growing inside. Look at the date. The baby has been growing for 34 weeks. What? If it was waving arms, Juliet's baby would be giant. I think it's time to go home. Hello, children. Hardy, listen, you need to set Mary Lou straight. She forgot to pay the clinic bill. Olga has the invoices. Oh, she's coming here uh, later for supper. Better tell Agatha we're all here for dinner. Hardy, who? Great. Then we can all go to bed feeling sick. Is that Lord Bossom coming across the lawn? I say, it looks like he's got James with him. What ho, Colonel? I've just picked up James from the station, and he's got some information that may be of interest to you. Go ahead, James. Just with you. It's rather delicate. That's all right. Hardy never listens to anything. Spit out, man. I was wondering, how well you know Miss Mary Lou? <coughs> well, it's Willie Hardy who knows her, and I'm afraid you've got to know her. Too well, rather too quickly, if you get my drift. That's why she'll soon be my daughter-in-law. But what do you know about her? Well, apart from the fact she's filthy rich, nothing. Are you sure she is wealthy? Well, it's Olga who talked to her, who says her father is a landowner with his own distillery. Uh, but have you seen proof of this wealth? Well, you can hardly ask for bank statements. I know she's not exactly top drawer. I mean, this country is not <laughs> what you know. It's uh, who you went to school with and how you speak. Ah, uh, very true. But it's different in the States. I, some very odd people become millionaires overnight. I mean, look at the Kennedys. Wasn't their grandfather a bootlegger? Ah, uh, I have contacts in Kansas and could make some inquiries. Uh, cash flow is a bit tight at the moment. Oh, I can't pay you. Uh, that's all right, Colonel. Let's say this time I scratch your back, and maybe sometime later I ask you to scratch mine. Well, in that case, please go and make your inquiries. Why you play silly games with that man? We were just talking. No, you were planning back-scratching game. <laughs> that's just an English expression. Oh, your stupid English expressions. If you want your back stretched, I'll do it better than anyone else. Hardy, that's probably for you. Answer it. 
so my foolish rambling. How did you get out of the clinic? That clinic expensive rubbish. Next time I go to proper hospital like in Bulgaria. Mm, very sensible, my little syrup pudding. And how did Mary Lou get on? She like it. They say she have big baby, which is 34 weeks already. I say, Father, Mary Lou got very upset when I said she should pay the clinic bills. Then you pay Hardy. When you marry your rich wife, she will pay bills. I'm a bit short at the moment. The house has taken a large chunk of my trust fund. Can't you help, Father? I really need to speak to James. Ah, here he is. James, have any luck? It seems Miss Mary Lou Clampett from Kansas comes from a very dubious family. Bally hell, how dubious. And her father lives in a shack in the woods and has a habit of shooting at neighbours who offend him. He also makes and sells his own bootleg whiskey. Ah, uh, but does he make lots of money? No. And neither does Mary Lou. She has worked as a dancer and lately an escort. Well, so definitely not marriage material for Hardy. Ah, uh, definitely not, Colonel. Well, wait a minute. She's carrying Hardy's baby. You can't just abandon her. It is not Hardy's baby. <laughs> it's very judgmental of you to say that, Olga. Look at picture. It says the baby has been there for 34 weeks. It was only five months ago that Hardy met Mary Lou. Why didn't you say so before, my little pudding? Because I think she is rich. If they marry, Hardy has very rich wife, and next baby will be his. Extra baby small price to pay for wealthy wife. Uh, I thought Mary Lou's bump was a bit big. Uh, I, I can't go ahead with the wedding now. I'll call her back, stop her coming to dinner and finish our relationship. Well, no harm done, I suppose. What say you that we leave the children to choke on Agatha's supper? And uh, <laughs> go upstairs so you can, uh, <laughs> you can admire my uniform. Oh, and darling, if you want me to scratch your back, these nails will make you bleed. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. The Colonel was played by Ben West, Olga, Jackie Tevlin, Tom, Roger Ems, Laurel, Jackie Powell, Hardy, Stuart Nunn, Young Arthur, Pete Warman, Tom, Roger Ems, Agatha, Tina Yates, Lord Bosson, Mark Cherry, Lady Bosson, Lynn Perriment, Juliet, Amelia Billington, James, Patrick Ruddy, Mary Lou, Colette Parker, and the nurse, Sue Rodwell-Smith. Post-production, Sue Rodwell-Smith. Sounds HCR Sound Library and freesound.org. And before theme tune was taken from Mozart's Horn Concerto. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Amberforth Manor was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire. <laughs>